When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the interview portion of the spotlight. We are joined today by John Mosley, a.k.a. Mose, a.k.a. Jumpin' Johnny Mosley. You know him as the voice of many independent wrestling promotions. He is a commentator. He is a ring announcer. He is now booking his own shows. You might know of the Killer Be Killed group and the the new shows that they've been promoting. So, John Mosley, thank you for joining, man. A good friend of mine. Got him Got him on the show. How you doing, man? Yeah, man. Happy to be here. Thanks, y'all, for having me. Yeah. Appreciate you joining us uh, today. It has been a recording this on a Tuesday. It has been a hectic day. So, I, I mean, you're running your own shows with Killer Be Killed. Jensen, I'm going to jump in with this first question. When is Cody Rhodes coming to Killer Be Killed? That's what I think everybody wants uh, to know. Um, <laughs> um, may have a couple. I'm going to try to get ahead of him, though I'm not against having Cody Rhodes on a KOBK show. <laughs> yes. He, he he wouldn't fit in. He, he wouldn't fit in so good with that crew. I don't know. Kind of kind of different. Kind of different vibe you get from Cody than the rest of those dudes, huh? No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Though hottest free agent, if a question mark going right now, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mose, you got a lot going on, man. So. Let the people know, kind of, how did you get in, like, a foot in the door when it came to independent wrestling? Because, uh, like I said, now you're doing a lot of stuff. Um, but I know it was, it's was it been, like, a long process of you kind of slowly becoming, like, a jack-of-all-trades and now just becoming, like, really, really um, heavily utilized in the scene. Yeah, um, the main thing, I got told no a lot. Um just kept coming back. Uh, I had a friend that uh, when I graduated from ETSU, I had a friend that has a, a small promotion in the, in Tennessee. And that's how I met a lot of people. That's where I met Brett. Um, so I just, I went there to help film. And after doing that for, I don't know, I mean, a few months, um, I just kind of started riding with Brett to places and driving places and um, I mean, anything they needed, you know, filming, I wasn't doing anything on camera yet. I was just just trying to, I mean, be a be a helping hand is all. Um, and then, really, I, it was the pandemic. I mean, I was doing commentary some um, on smaller shows, but when the pandemic hit, man, I just I was ready to go. Uh, a couple places, you know, let me put, put me in positions to really get some good reps, and um, and I just I, I've. I've gotten better quick because of Dylan Hills, uh, because of his advice and just working with him all the time. I mean, that's the thing too, is I've had to call some really not great shows like when I wasn't very good. So now that I've gotten better, I'm calling good shows with like really, really incredible talent. So it's just really, um, you know, taking that by the reins and, and really using it. And that's, that's where, you know, we get into the show and KOBK shows and stuff like that was just, learning 
uh, using good opportunities and getting everything I could out of them. Um, a lot of help from like, you know, carry awful at crux. I learned a lot there. Um, action wrestling, TWE, Southern underground pro. I mean, uh, the scenic city, I'm around a lot of great minds. So I've gotten to really pick at them too, which has been like, I mean, I've only really been around wrestling, um, for like four or five years, but I've gotten like a decade of knowledge in that. Yeah. You mentioned Dylan, who we talked about Dylan a little bit. We had AC Mac on and you do a lot of work with him. Uh, who else would you uh, kind of put in there? I know like struggles is another big one. Uh, who else has kind of been helping you out yeah. when it comes to the commentary side? I mean, struggles gave me some advice uh, for sure early on. Um, Emil's given me some advice. Shout out Emil J. Um, I mean, it's really like my people too. You know, I, we we're hard on each other. A lot of professional like wrestlers and just talent, a lot of them don't, want to be you know they kind of want to be told good things versus the truth sometimes so having brett and dylan and you know heater and these 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 guys that i know they're not attacking me they're you know it's brutally honest and that's made me get better quick because there's nothing worse than like knowing you know i could have called a match better and then you know dylan is right there to kind of like this this and this so that made me um, made me get better quick, but I, I mean, it really is. It's it's Brett, it's Dylan Hells. I mean, Dylan's like a mentor to me at this point uh, with everything the last year. I mean, um, I I would not be as good as I am or really be where I'm at without Brett Eisen or Dylan Hells for sure. Yeah. What is your What is your approach when it comes to commentary? Because I watch a lot of independent shows. I see a lot of chatter when it comes to independent shows on Twitter, and a lot of times people are like the commentary is unprofessional. They're just cracking jokes and all this stuff. They're not actually talking about the matches. I've heard a lot of stuff where, and it depends on the show. You know, Nick Gage is showing up at shows and he's drinking. And he's having a He's having a blast out there. But like personally, like what is your approach when it comes to independent commentary? Um. Yeah, I'm not a big – I'll have a drink or two only at sub shows. If I'm calling a, a Southern Underground Pro show, I may have, like, a PBR. Um, I, I like to attack it. You know, I want – we're there for the talent and ring. Um, I don't want to make it ever about me. Um, I don't want it ever to be about, you know, uh, getting a joke in or no, nothing. like. To be honest with you guys, nine times out of ten, if I've like when I'm doing my homework through the week, if maybe something like, oh, that'll be funny, or like I'll try to work that in. Most of the time I don't because I I think what's really gotten me far is being genuine and I don't plan any, I mean, it's everything I'm saying, it's reactionary. Um, doing a lot of homework the week of is a part of that. I know, you know, if I'm calling your match, like I've probably watched unless I'm literally calling, you know, a lot of the action talent, the southern talent. I'm calling their stuff weekly, uh, so I'm not really worried about them as much. But if I'm kind of like, like I'm on the Blitzkrieg Pro Show, I'm making my day de- de- my debut up there in a couple weeks. So that whole week, I'm going to be watching like so much of that talent. I mean, I, I'm familiar with them, but I want to know everything about you, so I don't have to think about it. I can just react. Um, I may hit my vape pen a little bit before a show to kind of, you know, calm down. Maybe a little high if, if things are going real well. Intermission, I may hit the vape pen again. Um, but I really feel like when I'm out there, I, I just, I want it to be, I want you to leave your match if I'm calling it and just being like, 
you know, he did great on this. I everything I want, um, which is those are the best messages is like after the festival show, which I wasn't all the way happy with my performance there. There's a couple of things I wish I'd done different, but I had a couple of talent hit me up like, Oh, you nailed this or this, and you know, I really liked you saying that. So um that's the best, uh just knowing like again that I I'm an instrument for you and for you to watch that match back and go, Okay, cool, I'm glad he was there. That's and that's the goal. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned Southern Underground Pro there, and I definitely gotta talk about that for a second mm-hmm. because that's how me and Moe's know each other, full disclosure, um, from my time yeah. living in Nashville. Yep. And that was back when neither of us were really like that involved. Like we were like writing about it for like various sites and like podcasting and stuff like that. But for all intents and purposes, we were basically yeah. just fans that would go to these shows. And then you just kind of yeah. start seeing the same people at all the same shows. And you start talking to people, you start becoming friends with people. And, uh, and now like years later, like I'm doing my thing with Fightful, you're doing your thing all over the place uh, in promoting shows now. Um, the vape pen you're talking about, I'm very familiar with in the basement East, um, shout out to the basement East in Nashville. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's funny. It's funny how, how much has happened in just a few years, uh, just going from pretty much just being a fan to being as involved as you are, man. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, um, it was paying dues, man. It was a lot. I mean, it's, this is a, um. It's it's a weird brotherhood. Like I say, it's it's a brotherhood, but it's weird for me because I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a worker, but I've been accepted. I mean, you know, the first couple of shows I commentated on, like I did, it was so weird to go in the locker room. Like that's, you know, it, it, there's little things like that in wrestling that matter because of the respect level. Um, and it took, I mean, it took a lot for me to kind of accept that in a weird way I'm a part of that brotherhood, and that's that's something I had to earn because you're right, man. Like I, I started out on the other side of the, uh, of the security gate there. I mean, uh, the first time I was ever in a locker room is, uh, Brett and I film, obviously I've made a lot of videos for him, but we've got like a little documentary, man. I filmed like two years of stuff. And that was the first time I ever was in a locker room was him literally like, I need you back here to film some of this stuff. So, uh, I mean, paying dues you know going to shows asking to help um that's made it to where i'm way i feel more accepted um but it is man it is really wild to think about you know like you're saying having having more than a couple of pbrs and and really just being you know being a fan and that that's the cool thing now is like when promotions that i don't do commentary for come close and my friends are on those shows i get to go and be a fan there like you know, nine times out of 10, if I'm at shows, I'm working it in some fashion. So uh, it is really cool to like, you know, see, um, you know, see these guys out here and, and like, uh, and just go and just mark out for them again, because that's, that's what I am. At, at the end of the day, it's just, I'm a, I'm a fan, man. Like you said, we, you know, I still remember talking what, when Brett uh, wrestled Alley Cat, like me and you had a really, we chilled an intermission of that one. And like, that was just a really cool um just a really cool moment in life beyond all this. And now to say that I'm, you know, commentary, me and Dylan Hells do commentary for Southern Underground Pro. Like it, it almost feels unreal uh, because of how, like how crazy it is just to, just to know. I mean, like you're saying how quick that happened. And now like this last up show I called like with fans in the basement East, bro, that was insane. Yeah, it, it, I got it 
quick story about that. I remember exactly what you're talking about with the right after Ali Catch. Well, Ali Cat at the time versus Brett Eisen for at the, the time, Storm yeah. Championship. Yeah. And we were both chilling Great on the uh, at intermission on the on the deck outside of the basement east. And um, you were a little more involved then with knowing what was going on. And I remember yeah. we were just hanging out. And at the time, I was just doing interviews with people, just random interviews, whoever wanted to do an interview kind of thing. And we're standing outside and you're like, hey, man, what do you think about that title match? And I was like, dude, that was a great match. Like, I don't know why that didn't main event, though. Like, they did the title match before the intermission. And, like, Brett's, like, the face of this company. And Allie's the heart and soul of the company. And, like, I don't know why they would have done this in intermission. And you were like, yeah, man, I'm here. They got some wild stuff for the main event. And I was like, I mean, I guess we'll see. (laughs) And the main event wound up being... Dominic Garini and Kevin Coops. Oh, by the way, I'm wearing a sad comp shirt. That, that's how long I've been yeah, down. Out. Was before <laughs> they boys. were in Balances Forever, they were sad comp before they changed their name. That's right. And it was the two of them versus Cabana Man Dan and Marco Stunt, a.k.a. they might be giants. And it was an ultra-violent death match in the basement east. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why this was the main event. <laughs> like It was one of the most <laughs> brutal matches I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Insane, dude. That was a crazy, <laughs> crazy day. You you mentioned uh, Ali Catch, Ali Cat, um, and now like she's one of the top top wrestlers on GCW. And I imagine you have relationships with some some of these wrestlers that go back uh, for, further back, like like you guys have been talking about. What is it like for you? You mentioned your come up, but now you get to see like your friends come up as well, and they're wrestling at the Hammerstein Ballroom. I, I see you got the the ECW hat on there, like that. That was obviously a big spot. Like now you. I met you're seeing a lot of your friends wrestling at the, the Hammerstein this past month. Like, what does that, what does that mean for you? Oh man, it, it was nuts. I mean, uh, AJ gray, you know, like I've, I've known AJ, gosh, I've probably known AJ at least three or four years. Um, so th- I mean, that was incredible. Jordan Oliver is the guy that, uh, I, I got to know because of his time coming down here and helping getting him booked a couple places. Uh, it's incredible, man. Like that's, that's the stuff where because of how much homework I do, because of all the extra prep time I like to put in, I don't get to watch a ton of wrestling that I'm not involved in, but I always make a point to like, I haven't watched, like, I guess the Hammerstein show was the first one in quite a while that I've watched, you know, start to finish GCW, but every GCW show, you know, I'm going to watch Jordan's match. I'm going to watch Hoodfoot's match. I'm going to watch, I mean, it's like you're saying, like, I can just be a fan and understand that, like, the first time I saw Hoodfoot, it was like a comedy thing. Like, he did, uh, he was like, he was in the orange jumpsuit, like, just got off the block or something. And now, you know, he is, like, just, I mean, the last six months, very few names are just hotter on the independent scene because of, of what it means when you have Hoodfoot on your show now. So, uh, you're, it's it's really hard to put into words other than knowing, like, like obviously that's where I want to be. Like I, I'm very happy where where they where I'm at now, but it, it's exciting to know like these talents that have just worked so hard for so long and been told no and you know been told this and that and now they they did that like they had that amazing show that like everybody saw and they got to have moments whether you know like AJ wants us to you know we're going to remember those moments whether uh, whether everybody wants us to or not from that show and that's that's just that's the coolest <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, a name that you mentioned a few times here is Brett, that being Brett Eisen, who, for all intents and purposes, is basically the leader of KOBK. Like, y'all are all a family, but, like, he's yeah. kind of – it's fair to say he's basically the leader yeah. of, of your group, right? And, and, you know, shout out to all those guys. I don't I don't want to miss anyone, but it's got you got you, you got Brett Eisen, you got Heater, you got Lutha, you got Sean Campbell, and who am I missing? Akira. Is, am I missing anyone there? Akira. I think I got everyone. Yeah, yeah. No, so, no, that's, yeah, that's the crew of Sean Campbell. Shout out Sean Campbell. I'm glad you brought him up. Yeah, I'm glad to see it because he's only, what, like 19 or something still? So. Yeah, yeah, he's 20. He's, he may be about to turn 20 or 21. I can't remember. He's, he's a young gun. So um, I, I know you on a more personal level, but like for people watching this, kind of what goes into y'all's decision making on who gets in with your crew? Um, we really, so we really hadn't planned on this until, uh, gosh, it had to be maybe last October or something like that. There's a couple months before, uh, I've gotten close, close with Sean. Um, I didn't realize how long I'd known him. Brett, uh, has known him for a few years. Uh, all of us really like Sean. So it's that thing of, we like, we really liked him and, and just respected his attitude. And like, like you said, very young, but already has a great brain for what he wants to do. Very good, very confident. Um, so we kind of had all those marks. And then on top of that, we just, he just fits in well with us. Like he's super duper reckless in a great way in the ring and kind of that same attitude outside of it. We can all be together and like kind of, we, we all, I mean, it's that weird thing where you all kind of pick, pick around each other and, and it's so much fun and he fit in well and, and he does, man, he just fits what it means for each other to, you know, to have that, to, to wear those letters because of, you know, stuff we've been through and the attitude we face of, you know, whether good, bad, or ugly, like, you know, it's, it's, it comes down to the, the morrow sometimes, the bone marrow and like Campbell fit and it happened. It was, we had talked about the day of like, we think we're going to do it. And then like, to your point about bread, it was, Brett said, I, if, you know, if we want it to happen, like, I'll come get the mic from me. So that match ends. He's right there to get the mic from me. And uh, it was, it's such a great moment um, that we got to have with him. Uh, but it is, it's like a, um, it's like an unspoken thing of like, we just kind of knew uh, Brett brought it up to me and we brought it up to Heater. And then we all talked about it with Akira and Luther one night and, it it's it's again that weird thing where it just kind of worked and now um i'm really excited to see what he does this year he's already had a couple of really crazy matches um fresh into the you know fresh into february he's already put his body out there i'm really hoping we see him a lot at twe more this year um but but he's uh, he's one that definitely high on for so many reasons Sean campbell what are your like overall goals? I mean, Jensen mentioned you're running shows. You're obviously doing commentary. Where do you? I don't want to say where do you see yourself in five years. It sounds like a job interview. Uh, but like, what what are your overall goals? I think I just. I mean, it, I've changed a lot the last six months. Uh, six months ago, last year, I really, I put, I, I wanted to be everywhere. You know, I wanted to be on every promotion every weekend. If I could, I'd call it every match. Um, but it's just, you can't do it. Right. It's just not possible. Everybody has their people. Um, so I, I had a great year. I think I ended up doing, um, 
think I, I think I did commentary in like nine, eight or nine states last year um, for Counting Mania Weekend where I called, you know, a bunch of different promotions for Family Reunion. Um, I think 13 different promotions. So I kind of, without really meaning to, I knocked off a lot of goals right there. So right now it's put on big for the South. Well, we're going to have a big year um, in Southeast Wrestling, Southeast First. Um, I, I just want to keep getting better on commentary. I mean, I would love to call some matches, you know, with struggles, with Emil, uh, keep keep calling matches with Dylan. Uh, I, I, to your point, I want to call matches with my friends in big moments. Like, that's – like, if I could be anywhere, it would be calling, like, a, you know, one of Jordan's matches in Hammerstein. Like, that's – that's really cool to me, the showboat, or just kind of somewhere that big moment um, because I've been blessed to call uh, a lot of really great matches with my friends um, down here. So I just, bigger stage. Um, as far as KOBK shows, like, keep surprising everybody. Keep, you know, keep having our show come from a great place. We talked about it a million times, but uh, we had a lot of things go against our way that first show. But it came out great because of – our energy and the fact that that locker room knew that that whole show was put together for them, for the fans. I mean, it came from a real place. So just want to keep putting on real shows. We've got uh, May 7th, our next show. Um, we're going to put on three total this year. So, um, and, and we're going to be back in December with no ring and the TWE arena. Um, I've already got some kind of crazy ideas for that one. So just, Kind of keep getting better, keep being entertaining, man. Keep uh, keep having people say they had a great time. I mean, multiple people told me our last show was one of the best they've ever been to. And, like, I just – more of that, please. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who don't know, I mean, check it out on IWTV. Use code Fight Talk if you want um, over there. Please. And, yeah, see, that helps me and Bo's because we, we do some work <laughs> together. So, um, but it's one of those things where, like, if y'all don't know – what happened in this first show basically before the show started the ring broke so they didn't yeah. even have a ring for their first ever show and all the wrestlers on the fly had to basically just be like all right i'm down and like figure it out you know and they did and the show ruled yeah i mean it's exactly yeah yeah i i had a ring it broke i had a, a second ring that an hour before, uh, an hour before doors, uh, nope, can't get that ring. Like we got nothing. And Brett just told me, hey, I'll behind, I'm behind the TWE arena. Like I can feel my heart breaking. And Brett goes, man, we got two choices. We either cancel and we can't do that. Or we just, we do this. We are going to set this down and we're going to go. Um, I offered, I offered everybody booked. I said, listen, I don't expect you to rest, you know, to, to do this. I'm going to pay you no matter what. Um, but don't feel like you have to do this if you don't feel comfortable. And, and it was like not a hesitation. Um, I mean, the first person to say uh, like, was Masha. She was very excited about this opportunity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Eric Royal was another one, man. Uh, you know, I just everybody, everybody on that show. I, I, I mean, I still, they, they're probably sick of me. I'll send like a 2 a.m. thank you text for something three months ago. Like, I thank you uh, because it was it was it was a home run. I mean, it took me a while. Um, I was upset, man. That's the weird thing. I left. I was upset all night. I didn't sleep all night because it wasn't the show I had in my head. And I got a message from Dylan saying, um, 
You know, don't don't let the show you had already booked in your head mess up the show that happened because what happened was really cool. Um, but yeah, please, anyone that hasn't, please go watch it. Our IWTV numbers went very well. Um, we are going to be live streaming May 7th. Um, that's official. So uh, I just, yeah, I, I, we as of now, we have a ring. Uh, I've told Steven this. <laughs> Uh, assuming assuming everything goes well, we will only have one no ring show a year in December. One, only one. Yes, one one scheduled. Like the others are yes. supposed to have rings. There's one oh. that will intentionally not have a ring. Um, and <laughs> and, and it, just quickly too, the worst thing the worst thing too was everyone loved the show, right? So I have multiple messages like, "Oh, just always do these shows," and I'm like, "I want to book. I want to book a wrestling show." <laughs> Well, you've got you've got the one show a year. It's it's almost I guess like the anniversary show of hey, like we're gonna exactly. remember when yeah. when the ring broke for that show, and we're gonna run that back every year. I like that concept. I think it's tremendous. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I I had to. I mean, I had to because it was. I mean, the next day I'm all down on myself, and I'm just getting you know every show KOBK has to do this no ring, and I message Brett like I don't want to do that. Like yeah. and that, it was it, you know it was Brett's idea. He's like. Then why don't we just do an anniversary December thing? Um, but I, I've told Stephen that I think before. Like it's it's so it was like success is so great, but it's also like not the success you want. So it's that weird thing where you're like everything went well, but like I I want to I want to ring like I want a wrestling ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we're putting together like all these dream matches on the assumption of like you can put on the matches you have in your head with the wrestlers yeah. that you that you wanted to book against each other. Um, oh man. It's like the Nick Iggy. We have Nick Iggy versus Cole Radrick on the sold out show from this past December on IWTV. And that the match we got was not at all the match we would have got in the ring. And it's such a weird thing of how it worked. Like it's just again, a credit to, I mean, the locker room. Like I can't, I'm eternally thankful to everyone that was on that show. It, it added like an extra level of like, I, I don't like using this term as wrestling fans don't, but like realness in that show, because people had to come out there and like improvise, like people like who would normally have like a top rope finisher or something that like required the ring. Now they're hitting like stiff lariats instead, or they're using like, they're doing tornado DDTs, but instead of using the ring, they're jumping off the wall of the building and stuff. And like, and and the crowd was super into it. Shout out to everyone who was there live because they, they were hot as hell the whole time. And, um, and also, man, speaking of all this and speaking of Southeast first and just, you know, Southern independent wrestling, uh, we both know, as, as does the world at this point, like, it's, the South's about to blow up big time uh, because Uncharted Territory is coming down South. We've got a lot of stuff. I mean, a, a lot of these IWTV shows, it sounds like we're going to be getting live now uh, that we might not be getting live before. Um, so like, this is really like the best time ever to be a fan of independent wrestling, especially if you're a fan of the Southeast scene. It's, I, I, it's hard for me to put into words of how excited we all are. It's, um, it's something that as, as proud as we are, uh, uh, especially these last few years, like, um, you know, so much talent in the South right now, that's not the goofy talent, the you know, the, the goofy kind of promotions that the South gets a bad rap for. I mean, you know, between Derek Neal, Adam Priest, you know, Merck, Jaden Newman, uh, it's just, 
this talent right now that because uh, it really has felt like independent wrestling's ran to the Northeast for a while, be, and those are great promotions up there. But even with shows like Action and Southern Underground Pro and a couple others, you know, really putting on great shows, we still feel so overlooked at times because it still is like the best of the best in the Northeast. And it's like, well, yeah, some are, but like some are down here. So to see those those talents and then like a Sean Campbell again, so young, maybe with a, a few more cameras on him um, the next few months or however this this year, it's exciting, man. It's exciting to be a part of it. Um, you know, it, it's something that I really feel like as all the times I was told no and all the the times things didn't really work out and my bad commentary and, and, and just maybe given things, uh, I called a Southern Underground Pro match years ago that I just, I look back on, I was not ready for. And I told myself if I ever got back, you know, it's going to be the best I could ever be. So hitting my stride like I am now with it being this year, it's just, uh, it's an honor to whatever part I end up playing in this. It's going to be really, really exciting and really something that I know uh, I'm going to hold on to. So I'm going to say it again to, to Dylan and to Matt Griffin and everybody at Southern Underground Pro, just people that believed in me, uh, Jade Newman at TWE. Like it, it's, um, it's something that I'm going to bring that back, the energy back to y'all big time. Moles, we appreciate you joining us here on the show. Let everyone know where they can find you, where they can find your work, and where they can uh, check out KOBK shows. Please follow me on Twitter at Moles KOBK. Uh, yeah, as as mentioned, uh, our first inaugural show, Sold Out, is on IWTV now. Please go watch that. And then May 7th, uh, KOBK Blood on My Jeans will be live, streaming live from the TWE Arena. Tickets go on sale. I think I'm going to drop them like March 1st. Um, and also, lastly, please, anyone watching and listening, whatever, uh, February 26th, couple weeks, I'm making my commentary debut for Blitzkrieg Pro uh, up in Massachusetts. Pretty crazy card. Shout out O'Shea Edwards. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's something that, like I said, that last year of really grinding, this is a big moment and something I've worked for. And, uh, and thank you to Blitzkrieg and thank you to everyone that said my name on Twitter. Um, that got me there. So anyone that could watch that, please do. I was about to ask that. That was the one where Butts Creek was on Twitter looking for commentary. And I did see O'Shea drop your name on there. I think I did as well. I, I remember seeing a, a thread and it was like, Mose, 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 Mose. And that, that is what got you the booking. It hundred percent is. I, it was a lot of the locker room, a lot of the boys and, and girls that support me. They, that was really, like you said, it was O'Shea and then it was Jaden. And I think you did and Akira and, these people I look up to and respect and just love uh, putting their necks out and their names out for me. And I was, I was literally true story. I was at a bar uh, with my wife, Haley and Hardway heater eating burgers and drinking uh, Tecates. And my, it's, I have a DM from Blitzkrieg pro. Hey man, what you doing? So uh, to share that with heater was really cool. Um, but yeah, again, thank you everyone. Uh, now, whenever someone says, why, why do you go on Twitter so much? I'm like, yo, I actually got a booking from Twitter. <laughs> do, do you owe Jensen a booking fee? Like, do you, do you have to give him part of your cut Jensen and, and O'Shea and everybody that, you know, hey, tied man, you in that do one? not, 
do not get that started because they don't want it. <laughs> I assure you don't want it. And uh, I'll be like, O'Shea, I assure you your envelope's going to be a little thicker, buddy. Don't worry. Hell <laughs> yeah, man. Well, th- thanks for joining us, Moe's. It's always, it's always a pleasure. It. And uh, if you want to hear me and Moe's, we talk MMA pretty often on my on my podcast. So he's a big UFC fan. Um, show him some love. Make sure you're following him on Twitter and all that good stuff. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll be right back here on the spot.